Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I am the host of the show. And today we are going to be talking about the habit of learning. Now, I think learning is one of those things that just gets absolutely destroyed for so many of us going through school. And you finally get to a point in your life where maybe you you graduated from high school and you decided to start working or you went to college uh, or you went on to get your master's, PhD, whatever. But you get to a point where you're done and you're so excited to be done. And a lot of the reason is because you almost feel exhausted from learning. So your next move is to spend some time just not learning. And I don't remember what the stat is, but I know there's some like crazy stat of how many people never even pick up a book again after they graduate from college. And I strongly suggest and hope that that is not going to be you. And I'll get into reason why. Um, the, the problem with learning in school is that it's often learning that is forced upon us. Um, I, I realized that I had a crazy appetite for learning when I was at Iowa State um, and, and how I got it was kind of funny. Uh, because I was in a, a management class, and in that management class, one of the uh, textbooks, per se, the, the required reading for the class was the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. So we're going to go by it to go through the book, you know, chapter by chapter or whatever. So the teacher, you know, first week we had to have a certain amount of pages read. Second week we had to have another, you know, set of pages done. I read none. And I ended up having to drop the class because uh, when the professor looked at my track and field schedule, I was going to be missing from Wednesday to Friday for like at least six or seven weeks. And he was like, no way. And maybe switch out. So I dropped the class. But when you're a scholarship athlete, um, at least at Iowa State, the way it worked was when you would drop out, they um, I already had my books. So I got to keep my books. It, it didn't. I just returned them at the end of the semester. But because that book was. Um, like kind of more like a novel type of book. They they didn't make me return it. So the, the the second I knew I was dropping the class, all of a sudden I was interested in outliers. And I read the entire book in two days from front to back. Um, thought it was a super interesting book. Enjoyed it. Honestly, it was perfect for that time in my life because I was, you know, training to, like I hadn't made the Olympic team yet. So I was still gunning for that. So learning about the 10,000 hours and even learning about hockey players and stuff because I'm, Canadian. I thought that was super interesting to see that. But uh, regardless, the point I'm making here is that once I was able to realize that for me in my life, I learn really well when it's self-directed. I'm not a great learner when someone says, Ian, you have to do this. You've got to read from this point to this point and then we're going to like, It's like, no. If, if I just, I'm interested in something and I just grab the book I will devour it and learn and take notes and get get after it all on my own. That's just for me. So that's one of the very first things is like before you can even develop the habit of learning, you need to first discover how you learn. Um, so like I said, for me, it needs to be self-directed. But another thing with that, and Peter Drucker talks about this in um, Managing Oneself, you have to know, like, actually, like, do you learn best when you're writing? Do you learn best when you're watching, listening? Like, you have to figure those things out. Because for me, what I realized and why I struggled in school is that I actually learn best from speaking. I got to talk about it. 
if I don't talk about it, then I'm not going to lock it in. So one thing I started doing to make sure that I was grasping things that I was learning was I started talking, like me and my wife, that's how we kind of end our nights. We put the girls to bed and then we'll just sit in the living room, no TV on, no any, no music, and it'll just be quiet. Usually I'll be reading and she'll be on her phone or something and we'll, I'll just talk about what I'm learning and I'll just, you know, speak it speak it out to her. And that's how she, she doesn't read as much as I do. She listens to a lot of audiobooks and she's going to read, but so I'll just talk to her about it. And my, the more I talk about it, the more I'm actually um, learning as a, as a result of just that, that of just doing that. And, um, but then the other thing for me is like a lot of times I need to like write things out as well. So those two things work really well for me and it's not, and it's not typing for some reason, writing it is very different for me. I just retain information better when I speak about it than, and I, and I write about it. So for you, it, obviously you're not me, so you got to figure out what is your way of learning. Um, are you more of someone who just, you can just listen to stuff? Do you need to write stuff down? Do you need to, uh, you know, to need, to need to speak about it? Do you, like, there's so many different avenues you can take here. Um, it's just kind of figuring out what, what works for you. Uh, the So then once you, you know, you lock that in, you, 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 you know how you learn, right? Now it's time to it's time to start turning that into an actual habit that you go after every single day. And here's why doing it every single day is so powerful. A lot of times when we look at what we need to learn, so if you look at like learning a language, for example, it just seems like a huge mountain to climb. But any mountain, the way you're going to climb it is like one step at a time, right? So it's the same thing. Like you break it down. So if you spend an hour learning a new language every single day. And you do that for five years. By the end of that five years, you're going to know a lot of that language if you just if you stay consistent with it. So it's the same thing with learning. Like you have to find that topic that you just want to get better at, and then you just got to attack it. But you got to do it every single day. And 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 there's some hacks that you can do in order to make this happen. And I think these are universal. So one thing I've done recently, and this is really fresh for me, I wanted to pick up my rate of learning. I think there's so much opportunity to learn every day, and I think I wasted to be frankly honest. So the thing I did to conquer this, I deleted YouTube from my phone and I deleted Pandora and Spotify, all those apps, all those music apps gone. And instead I moved to the front page of my phone. I moved Ted Talks up, um, iBooks, no iBooks was already there, um, but I just moved Ted Talks up. So then my main um, go-tos are, I have my Kindle app, I have my iBooks, uh, which have both of them have some iBook or some audiobooks in them, and then I have uh, my podcast, and then I have TED Talks, and these are like my go tos. And I can still use YouTube. I just have to use it through, through Safari um, on my phone. And uh, sometimes I'll still download Pandora to get a little bit of music when I go work out, but I delete it right after. And so here's the thing. This is putting into play the idea of making things visible and making other things difficult. I want to listen to less music, so therefore I make it harder to listen to music. I use YouTube to listen to music a lot, and I also use YouTube to listen to motivational videos a lot. So I, by moving it to Safari, it's kind of a pain in the butt to use, but it makes it harder. I listen to less music. By moving Pandora, Spotify, and all those other apps, bam, makes it way easier to listen to to not listen to music. But the things I want to do like listen to more TED Talks, podcasts, read more iBooks and my audiobooks. It's right in front of me. So here's the thing. 
I want to encourage you to learn, but also think about this. You can't make excuses in this category anymore. We live in a world, there is so much access to free information. Like think about a hundred years ago, if you wanted to learn from some of the greatest minds, you had to go to the library and get their books. And that was pretty much the way that you would do it. Now we can just go to our phone, bam, we have entire books. You can buy any book from Amazon pretty much in the snap of your fingers. And you can get on Kindle immediately, or you can go to, uh, or they can get it delivered to your house in two days. So you don't have to wait that long. There's used bookstores everywhere. I built most of my, um, my bookshelf, my you know catalog of books. I got most of them at a used bookstore. When I used to live in Ann Arbor, I found this bookstore. It sold them for one, $2. And they, a lot of them were new books like Jordan Belfort's you know, um, I can't remember what it's called. It's obviously, it's a sales book, but um, it's about his his system for sales. And I got that for five bucks, and this thing just came out like it was like brand new. So that's how I built up a lot of it. But um, you know, when you look at podcasting, you know, TED Talks and the Mount, you can like if you just spend two weeks just every day just going through two or three TED Talks, like how think about how much you would learn just from that alone. So. Um, the habit of learning, it it really needs a why. And you have to know, okay, I want to learn more for a specific reason. And that's what's going to drive you to do it. Um, people want to learn languages. They have their own reasons for wanting to do that. For me, I know that when it comes to habits, when it comes to what I'm doing in these podcasts and the blogs I'm writing and everything I'm building with Habit Stacker, I don't know enough. So because I don't know enough, I'm not going to use that as an excuse. I'm not going to stop podcasting, stop writing. I have to keep learning. I have to keep inputting more good information. So that's my why to keep learning, to keep my brain fresh, to make sure that what I'm on here teaching, that I actually have good things to say and some actual value, not just you know stats and nonsense that people don't necessarily want to hear, but actual value and tangible things people can do to improve their life. But like, if you're not learning every day, the problem is people are just passing you by because there are other people out there who are learning every day and they're just jumping you, jumping you, jumping you and just continuing to pull ahead and leave you in the dust. So, um, you know, think about that. Uh, but I think developing the habit of learning every single day, it's not going to pay off in two years, but it is going to pay off in 10. When you, when you decide you're going to read books every single day and watch, you know, YouTube videos that are, are actually helpful and you're going to watch a TED talk every single day and you're going to listen to a podcast every single day in 10 years, if you keep that up, your life's going to be drastically different because the amount of time and things you're going to input it's going to be a game changer. I just want to say thank you to everybody for listening to this podcast. Um, again, if you can, go on to, to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Leave a review. Um, drop a comment and what, with why you like the show. Um, it's just, again, it's just continuing to grow and grow and grow. The audience is just getting bigger. Every time I look at the anchor analytics, um, there's more people listening. So um, I'm super thankful for that. If this is your first time, I appreciate it. If you are a vet and you've been listening for a while, Thank you so much for uh, just, just being loyal. Um, it, it means the world to me, and we're going to keep going hard here.